All right, we ready to rock? Yes, let's yes. do it. Let's rock. You know something, guys? What? They say that there's good ships and there are bad ships, but the best ships are friendships. Aww. <laughs> my favorite friendship is the boat friendship. Shout out all my friends. This is Mikey. I'm joined by Aaron and Aaron. What's up, my Aaron's? Hi, Mikey. Hey, yo. Can't wait to hear about all of your excursions. We're going to talk about all my excursions, all my side quests, everything that happened on the cruise ship, the Norwegian Joy. Guys, it's it's like such a top tier experience. I need you guys. I need all the plurbies. I want that to be the thing that we all do together. It's, it's really, it's really amazing. I feel like it's a secret for some reason, like, and not everybody knows about it, but like y'all, you need to know about it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> We're ready. No, we are ready. We've had friends talk about this with us for a long time it feels like now yeah yeah we're like aligning ourselves so hopefully we can make it happen in 2025 and you guys are really the only reason i went in the first place y'all were gonna go and you're like <laughs> mikey come to this i was like okay me and nick got tickets and then it fell through for you guys and we're like well i guess we're still going and boy we still went <laughs> i can't wait to hear everything you're gonna tell us hell yeah all right, let's get into it. We have drop of the week today for you plurbies. We didn't even do any kind of intro. This is Plurality, a podcast about beautiful music and beautiful people. Episodes every other Wednesday. Mikey, Frenchie, Moody. Okay, people, you have all the information. We're doing drop of the week. Segment two is all about friendship and why all my plurbies and plurants should come in 2025. And then Moody is going to do our closing set. <laughs> Excited for that one. Uh, me too. Drop of the week. I'm going to play for us a song that Justin Martin played for Friendship on day five. He had already played, I don't know, countless sets at this point. But this track is called Point and Shoot by Refracta. Shout out Justin Martin for playing it in the theater at Friendship. Sick. What a sick track, huh? That one tickles each cell. A lot of tickling. For sure. Those stunner vocals. <laughs> That'll get you. <laughs> yeah, them some some vocals in there. Doesn't even have to be words. I've never even heard of Refractica. I never had either, so I got on his Spotify bio, and it's really short, and the last two sentences of it just say, I hope to one day share all of the genre-bending monstrosities I have birthed. Stay cheesy, gang. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it. It's so cryptic. I had to like uh, kind of like hold myself for that little ride that you just took me on. That was really cool. Legit. That was a ride. And I hope Refracta does share all of his genre bending monstrosities that he has birthed. Because I want them. <laughs> the monstrosities. Give us your Frankensteins, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> if it's anything like that, holy shit. Right. Give us everything you made. Yeah. I know this is my homework is to get into some refracta. And I think that I am allowed to at this point also assign the plurbies to 
get into some refractas homework. <laughs> Make sure you do your homework, y'all. <laughs> like Our first that. plurality quiz. <laughs> Self-guided learning. <laughs> there it is. So big shout out to Refracta, Justin Martin for playing that. There was a good amount of DMB on the boat. It was actually a ton of gorgeous house music. Uh, we're going to play some DMB today. I might have to add some house to this lineup of music we have just because it was so much. We'll figure it out. Frenchie, what do you got for Drop of the Week? Yeah. Okay, so my Drop of the Week is called It's That Time by Marlon Hofstadt. 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 Where's my whistle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marlon Hofstad. Recently, a friend texted me Marlon's Boiler Room set at Glitch Festival 2023. It was the second Boiler Room set. This song was the very beginning of the set, and it's kind of like instantly electrifying. And it is absolutely worth the a little bit less than one hour. It is so fun. Is it BPMs like that? <laughs> yes, the whole time. Yes, Mikey, it's so good. So Marlon Hofstad, aka DJ Daddy Trance. DJ Daddy Trance. <laughs> you heard it correctly. Let's go. Yeah, DJ Daddy Trance is a German DJ producer and founder born and based in Berlin. He's the founder of the labels Retrograde and Midnight Themes, and he owns the PR agency Savor the moment, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So Marlon started going to parties at 15 in Berlin, as they do. <laughs> and that inspired him to make his own music. And he put out his first EP at 17 and his career kind of took off. So throughout his career, he played many notable events, including the 909 Festival, Amsterdam Open Air, and Plogendienst Festival. I am annihilating that word, but um, it's the Plogendienst Festival. <laughs> That sounded right. Okay. Second time. Pelagendienst. He's known for not playing a lot of events because his approach is quality over quantity. And I thought about you, Emude, when I was reading about him because he has said that I sometimes see DJs play more shows in one month than I play in one year. This simply can't be healthy. Physical and mental health is super important. And that's where meditation kicks in for me. Um, his PR agency throws phone free events called Savor the Moment. And that emphasizes creating the safe, open, and friendly environment for all of the dancers, the DJ, the staff. And this idea originated from Marlon experiencing, quote, an insufferable number of raves where he could only see the lights from phone screens from the booth. And he also said that after experiencing a bit of fame back in that 2012 to 2014 timeframe, he learned how annoying it can be when people film you with their flashlight on without even asking you. So I love that he kind of took that and he was like, guess what, guys? This event is phone free. All of them. <laughs> Take that. We've been to a ton of shows. And I know for me personally that... If, I, if people have their phones out all the time, it can definitely take away from the experience. And we've talked about this. I can only imagine that for you, Emude, it might be super distracting if you've got a flashlight on your face as you're DJing. Yeah, it's interesting when you're a DJ and people have access to you like because they're right next to you. Like they can touch anything Everything. they want. <laughs> they can touch you. They can touch the equipment. Yeah, I, I, I don't recommend that shows be that way, but... You know, it's usually intimate. there's a separation of like at least the stage from the crowd because you can have people on stage with you, but having that at least, you know, a few but. feet, it's important because people get ballsy and they'll just be like, Meh. yeah. <laughs> and we've seen online all of the reels about like with, with the people who have the drinks and they're way too close to the equipment and people yeah, are like too. pushing them away. Anyway. 
I thought that was that was cool. And I think that it's really cool that he his focus is quality over quantity because I'm telling you, this guy is pure quality. He is so, so good. Go into his Spotify, look him up on YouTube, get onto his SoundCloud. He has so many good sets. And they are, like you said, Mikey, that high BPM, that magnetizing energy. He's great. Marlin Hofstadt. Yeah, Marlin Hofstadt, aka DJ Daddy Trance. Daddy Trance. It's a great AKA. Mm-hmm. That's it for Drop of the Week. Now I cannot wait to hear every glorious detail. Mikey, tell us about friendship. Yes. Let's go. Mikey and Nicholas went to Miami for friendship. Let's see. How am I going to do this? First, I'm going to give you a little brief overview of friendship for the listeners, what it is, the format. Then I'm going to get into the 2024 Friendship Vibes Awards. We have three medals to give out, bronze, silver, and gold for the best vibey performances at Friendship. And then I'll just finish up with all the extra tidbits and notes that make this such a special and cool event. So we got there. The Actually, the worst part about the whole festival was like the very beginning because we waited in line for four and a half hours in this little cruise terminal. There was apparently memes on Facebook beforehand. Like if you get in the odd number terminal, it's going to be a bad time. And they were right about that. We were waiting forever to get on this boat, <gasps> watching everybody go by. Why? They had like dogs had to sniff every single person. And for some reason, I think they did the even side completely before the odd side. Basically, the way we ended up getting on was everybody just like kind of just started pushing towards this one door. And just as soon as you could push your way to get there, you could like go through. It was like a total free for all by the end. People were shouting. It was pretty chaotic. Oh, jeez, Mikey. Like, is this Izu 2.0? Well, they, they definitely could have a better system. You could just have, like, rails and just have people, like, get on the boat from the moment they get through security. But the way they do it is everybody is assigned a group number. Like, you're, whoever you arrive with, whether it's two people or six people, you're given a little plaque with a group number on it. We got 35. And then they board by groups. But not everybody from every group is there at the same time. And they also don't really check if you're really in that group. So as long as you're with somebody with a lower number, you can get in. So basically, the people who know the drill just find their friends with the lowest number and like push up to the front right away and just get on the boat. So I don't know if that's like the best way to do that. No, no, definitely not. When we went on our cruise, like we were assigned a time to be there and like there were different groups. Yeah. So we had 12 to 1230 as our assigned time to get on the boat, but it just did not work like that. Damn. You still waited four and a half hours? Four and a half hours? 430 is when we got on the boat. We got there actually at like 11. No, that's wild. We got through security and everything probably by like 12 and then didn't get on the boat till like 4, 4.30. Wow. Dude, my Capricorn ass would have been, <laughs> would have been directing yes. people left she and right. She would have found some dividers. <laughs> I would have directed people left. I would have She would have used her body to make dividers. <laughs> Literally, Frenchie, if y'all were there, I know we definitely would have got on the boat sooner than we did. <laughs> That's for sure. But we eventually did get on the boat. There was already music going. Yeah, and so then, like, literally that first night, as far as music goes, Chris Lake was on the main stage, which was outside by the pool, 11 to 1. And Chris Lorenzo, who was going on after Chris Lake, was just there to watch Chris Lake. And so they just went back to back the whole time, just Aww. because. So the first like main stage set was Chris Lake back to back Chris Lorenzo. Then Chris Lorenzo stayed on for his set. That's just a microcosm of what the week would be and how cool it was to have all the artists there for all the other artists' performances. Because if you think about it, if you're at your place of work or you're playing a sport or you're doing whatever that you're good at, if all of your peers of that activity are also there watching you do it, it kind of ups your desire to do a great job, right? Like you want to show out for the homies and kind of show up and show what you can do and bring the energy. And everybody brought it. Everybody was just happy to be there. And the culture and the vibe of it just being a party that Destructo, Gary Richards started, really permeates throughout the boat. So that was really cool. Those were dope vibes. That's awesome. Yeah, like as far as an event goes, it was amazing to have that energy everywhere. Mikey, I have a question. Mm-hmm. With Chris, back to back Chris, did you feel like the 
energy was different or did you feel like the set was a little bit more like maybe like spontaneous or surprising i just really felt like they were like laid back and enjoying the opportunity and the time to kind of be on vacation yeah (laughs) playing music with their friends because they're all on this cruise as well yeah and it's a vacation it's five days on a boat i'm sure for them it feels way less like work and more just like you like you say like yeah playing yeah and then after that set i think i was in like an elevator lobby at like probably around like 3 a.m. And, you know, Chris Lake just kind of turns a corner and he's with Chris Lorenzo and they're caught up in conversation. But then Chris Lake just kind of like goes and stands by the stairs all by himself on his phone. And people are walking around, you know, going to and from where they need to go. And I just like walked over to Chris Lake and he saw me approaching and I just held my hand up for a high five and he fist bumped my high five. (laughs) And I was like, thank you, Chris. Appreciate you. And he was like, you got it. And it was like, chill and that was just the first night and i was like wow like to have the opportunity to say thank you yeah was so special and that was a recurring theme to be able to run into these artists and just say thank you for bringing your art and your vibe to the boat and to the world that's awesome i'm so happy you had that moment that was the first night that was the first night Hey. <laughs> well, hey, you deserved that after waiting in Honestly, a four and a half hour line. Oh, my it. God. <laughs> yeah, we also saw Bob Moses, Justin Martin that night. The first few days was really like a feeling out process because never having been on the boat, and it's not like a normal festival. It's really not. Even the energy of the crowds is different. It's not necessarily as like hype and excited all the time as you might get like at a normal festival it's a little older crowd so some of that like feral young energy isn't as present by day five it was definitely out and about but definitely at the beginning you know it's kind of like a a feeling out process nobody else was doing zoomies with you throughout the crowd there was there ended up being plenty of zoomies peoples i (laughs) have to say though i would definitely nominate myself maybe for king zoomie yeah (laughs) that goes at any festival though you're king zoomie no but i can definitely say that you were like the zoomiest tm for sure i checked my health app and the middle three days of the cruise i covered 18 miles 20 miles and 18 miles just on those days so i was moving around just zooming just zooming (laughs) just zooming (laughs) i love you (laughs) i love you too So I guess going into a little bit more about what friendship is, uh, Gary Richards, a.k.a. Destructo, he's there with his wife, Annie, who I'm sure is super involved, basically just throw a party. That's like the whole the whole point of it. And I don't know all the lore. I was trying to sniff out all the all the legend. I know that it used to be Holy Ship previously. And then there was at one point a split between Holy Ship, the brand entity, and Gary Richards, who is the one who essentially started it. And Insomniac took over that other half. Yes, yeah, exactly. So Insomniac has that property and wanted to do things differently, obviously, from how Destructo probably wants to do them. So they just went their separate ways. And friendship really, I think, is carrying on the the spirit of those old cruises because it's all Destructo's friends who were doing it then. So all of those people, you know, just came over to friendship. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the, at the end of the week, at the very, very end, Destructo was on the mic and he just said, thank you to everyone. These were the best five nights of my life. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I think I sent you guys the video on Instagram. Yeah. When he was up there with Sonny Moore on the island in Belize. I know he's put a ton of work into it, but so much appreciation for the the event that he created. For sure. Well, I have more to talk about. Oh, the uh, what do we have here? I gotta actually follow the notes. Oh, the luxury. <laughs> That's at the top of this. All right, you want to talk about why all my plurbies need to come to this? In addition to the fact that you get to have these dope and special interactions with dope, talented people and all these other people in EDM who aren't DJs but are still dope and talented people, All of your needs are just met all the time, constantly. And every stage is like a three-minute walk away from each other. So the amount of music that you're able to fit in is way more than a normal festival. If you get a little hungry, you can go to the buffet and just get like a little snack or a big snack or any of like four restaurants and just eat immediately. Or if you're a little tired, oh, I guess I'll like walk to my room. It's three minutes away. I'll just lay down for a little bit. 
you gotta take a little dookie. Oh, your room's right there too. <laughs> when duty calls. Yeah. <laughs> You're a little thirsty? Oh, I'm in the room. I'll just hydrate myself. It's really crazy, to be honest, to be able to just like have the full spectrum of comforts. And then you walk up to the stage and you don't have to like fight a crowd. You just kind of like ease your way into the front. Literally, I'll like turn a corner and Sonny Moore, the back of his head is right in front of your face. That happened to me. <laughs> yes. I literally said, this looks like the back of Sonny Moore's head. <laughs> and then he turned around. You're like, oh shit. You're like, Bye, Skrillex. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone started like taking pictures and stuff. And uh, it was at the a Renegade pop-up set, which... Plurbies, they would literally just like pop up some decks like by the elevators or literally in people's rooms. You could call a DJ if you somehow procured a dial a DJ card and a DJ would come to your room. And they would play in the elevators too. They play in the elevators. They played all over that boat. But before Skrillex walked off, you know, he turned around and was like walking past in front of me and I was grooving and vibing and he shared a little mini dance with me and I was like, yes. He got a little of my energy. I snatched a little bit of his. <laughs> got him. Powerful energy transfer. It was it was a big time transfer. Mikey, how many like like setups of decks do you think were on that boat? I know that on the last day, our neighbors, Oliver and Colin, shout out those beautiful bisexual men. I was just surrounded by <laughs> bisexual men between the two of them and nick i looked i dressed the gayest out of the four of us but i was the only straight one <laughs> i doubt about that <laughs> but they got a dial a dj card oh shit but we heard apparently that they were um they were all booked up because everyone on the boat was using them so i don't know they might have like five ten uh, i'm really not sure but they got a lot of equipment on that boat and Nick got a front row seat for one of those. I was actually coming back to my room and Nightpunk was like in my hallway, like walking away, like 20 feet in front of me. I was like, yo, Nightpunk, what room? And he was like 11, like 283 or something. He was like, come through, bring your friends. I was like, all right. So I went to my room, did my thing, then popped out and went like 30 feet down to that room. And it was like packed. When I got there, there was actually a few DJs outside of it. Sunel Musician, who's this South African Afro house guy who was such vibes. He was also nasty mixing. He was out there. There was a couple other DJs out there. And so I got to stop and be like, yo, y'all were nasty at the sunset. Thank you for those vibes. I don't even remember what they said. We had some fun, fun vibes. I think they liked my chaotic energy coming in to the room. <laughs> then I was the doorman for the room because the room was actually packed. I was taking some people's IDs as they came in. <laughs> and then come to find out. I was you like, were pulling a Frenchie. Could I interest you in a night punk concert this way? Turns out Nick, who I was there with, and you guys know and love, was like on the couch two inches away from Night Punk in the room already. I found out later because he was there ahead of him. You couldn't get over there. No, I couldn't get into the room, <laughs> but he had a front row seat. And then now he's like, I think Night Punk was one of my favorite people from this whole cruise. I was like, hell yes. Oh, that's your boy. Awesome. He is super dope. Yeah, he did some cool sets. He did a good DMB stuff. He did his like trap, like heavy stuff. I saw him like sliding through the crowds on the island, on the boat. He was out there listening to the tunes, experiencing the sets as well, which a lot of them were, which was so cool. And we had a little bit of an understanding of this energy, of this dynamic from our friends. But I don't know, to hear it from you, it sounds sounds different, you know, like hearing. I think I needed the uh, the tangible stories. Yes, yes. I didn't have a full understanding of it at all, actually. I really didn't know what I was getting myself into. But it's such the perfect place that whatever energy you put out, you will get that energy back. And you might see the similar energy from cool, dope people in the community. Like, let's get on to the, the Vibes Awards. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Bronze, bronze Vibes Award. Damn, I wanted actually, I'm going to skip, I'm going to skip to silver just because I want to talk about 100 drums. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you can start with gold and then go down. No, I want to start with silver because yeah. <laughs> it's the most relevant. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry, Plurbies. The awards, we have a bronze, silver, and gold. We're starting at silver because how we were just talking about like the energy and vibes you bring, that's what you get back. 
This was so emblematic of that, because it's Sid and Brooke's set in the queue, which was just this little dingy room that got to be a sweat box, especially for the drum and bass. We were going feral for some Sid and Brooke drum and bass, because the New Zealand beautiful George FM radio hosts were really bringing it. You guys have seen me dance the drum and bass, like the knees are high, the arms are high, they're spinning, there's head nodding, and a uh, hundred drums was at the set like in the crowd with us, like near to where I was dancing. And little preface to this, the night before, immediately following Rusko's set, she had played a Psytrance set, which if you know 100 Drums, she plays like slow, wubby, wookie music. Yeah. But the Psytrance set was awesome. She followed Rusko, who like brought crazy energy and crushed it. And the crowd was mobbing behind him. And then she had to follow that. And it was like really difficult to follow, honestly, especially changing up the vibe so much of the music. It was so much faster and just different. And not everybody knows Psytrance. And she got on the mic a couple of times and was like, and I'll be playing like my heavy dubstep on Wednesday, which kind of made me feel like, oh, like maybe she thinks like the crowd's not as into this vibe right now. So I saw her in the crowd. She was like dancing like near me and then someone like had moved in front of me and she like turned around and she was just like in front of me. And I was like, yo, thank you for playing Psytrance last night. Like that was awesome. I really appreciate it. And I would love if more people brought that type of stuff to main stages. We had a little like exchange and conversation about Psytrance as much as you can as DMB is blaring. And then we got back to just dancing and I was doing my same thing with my like big like crazy moves and she started matching my drum and bass energy going like frantic so we were like dancing with each other and then at one point she put her hand on my shoulder and was like headbanging with me her (laughs) dreads were like hitting me (laughs) and to have her dreads like hit me during the headbang I was like "Ah, this is the best thing ever (laughs) it was the coolest little dance party I was so stoked. I literally said to her, I looked at her in the face and was like, dude, your energy is awesome. (laughs) That is so awesome, Mikey. Yeah. That is such a beautiful example of what we've already talked about a bunch on the pod. You think you might know an artist because Aaron and I, we got a little taste of 100 drums at a festival. I think it was Izu. Yeah, Izu. It was Izu um, two years ago. And at the time, that wasn't the energy that I needed. I needed high energy. I, in my head, was like, okay, I might not be a hundred drums fan. But now that you tell me that she played a side trance set, I can get into that. Yes. And <laughs> now I'm a big a hundred drums fan. Oh, yeah. And I have this really big spirited away pin with like the dragon and like the guy with the mask on it. And I just kind of have been carrying it around. I actually was carrying it around because. I saw someone with a Princess Mononoke shirt that I was like, ooh, if I see them again, maybe they'll appreciate this. But I don't know why. I was like, I want to give this to 100 Drums. And I gave it to her. And she had like this amazing reaction where she thought it was amazing and gave me a huge hug. And the whole experience was so sweet. And now I don't know how I'm supposed to not go back to this festival every year when you have experiences like that (laughs) just by virtue of like dancing and putting your energy out into the world on this boat for sure oh yeah so congratulations to 100 drums for the silver medal (laughs) we'll be sending you an award in the mail (laughs) now on to the bronze medal which always follows the silver medal is going to Sonny Moore and Skrillex and he should honestly get every gold medal but he was only on the boat for like two days so he can get on the podium with the bronze medal getting to see a full Skrillex set on the island and how he is able to build others up around him while also like just delivering to the people he played Bangarang with no edits he just played it out (laughs) original yeah the original like Bangarang for like 80 seconds 90 seconds not like a little tidbit like he gave it to us and everyone in the crowd who many of which you'd probably never seen him who probably grew up listening to that song waiting for the school bus as a kid or something (laughs) he knows how much it means to people and that's important to him to provide that experience for people he clearly realizes the opportunity that he has to make an impact on people sharing his music and he's just doing that and it's cool as someone who started off as a rock artist, definitely, he definitely understands that. I mean, you know, there with the kind of music he was making prior to EDM, 
there's so much like soul that goes into that kind of and like you know i mean it's called emo for a reason <laughs> so there's there's a reason why all of these fans also transition their taste into edm now because like there's so much soul in it and it's so meaningful and impactful yeah we talked about him a lot and just like how is he able to be like you've said in the past so present and everyone i talked to who met him was like he looked me right in the eyes and smiled or pointed me out or sought me out to say like hi like how are you like geez what's it like to be that freaking present and aware and just he's the goat that's awesome yeah that's super cool i mean we had that same thought when we saw him in Times Square he was just so present the entire time making eye contact with people in the crowd and super dope climbing on top of the bus like really engaging everyone and they were like oh my god there were like a thousand two thousand people there was a ton of people there so yeah I got to have this pretty cool conversation with uh, Grant Grosky who's uh, an underground DJ he makes like deep house and techno stuff based in Miami I was just wandering around to like the end of the boat me and Nick had actually met him on an elevator because he had his laptop with with him and Nick's like are you working he's like maybe (laughs) and then I was just like looking out over the water with the breeze in my hair at the end of the boat on my wanders. And then I was walking back and he was just like smoking a cigarette and we just got to chat. And then we had a dope conversation. He's a dope dude. But we actually did talk about Skrillex and and he was talking about how as a DJ, you know, he really has been on a journey to remove himself from the expectations and like accepting that he's not going to be like Skrillex and that nobody really is going to be Skrillex. And that even Skrillex didn't really set out to become Skrillex he set out to make music that he loves. I don't think he knew that he was going to change an entire genre when he set out on his music journey, let alone a genre that he didn't even begin his music journey in. Yeah, I don't really know where I'm going with that, but... No, it's great to hear. Skrillex is one of a kind, dude. And he got there just being authentic and himself and just by being him. And so he gets the bronze medal because of his island set. Island set and... We also got a dog blood set, Skrillex and Boys Noise. Love it. In honor of dog blood. Oh, we're gonna play Fine Day Anthem by Skrillex, Boys Noise, and Opus the Third. Just thanks to those homies for making a enormous track. remake of an old 90s tune i didn't but that doesn't surprise me opus 3 is the original producer of this song and it came out came out january 1st 1992 wow fluttery guys i was just gonna say it's so cool how experimental boys noise and skrillex approach music like they're just like let's just make some fucking noise let's fuck around and find out (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) we talked about it with sora i guess and like experimenting to experiment and like with love is such a dope way to push music forward yeah that's the way to do it def
I really like that song a lot. And yeah, I remember when Dogblood came to Izu, my music taste was not prepared for it. And now my music taste was. And they threw the heck down. Yeah, the oh my god, here's a funny story. I'm I'm sure you've heard. It is Izu 2019. Baby's first festival. Oh, baby. It's Sunday night. Dog Blood is closing out main stage, but I was not aware. The set finishes, and I look at Aaron, and I'm like, okay, where, where are we next? And Aaron's like, the festival is over. <laughs> I was like, you've got to be kidding me right no. now. I loved that Dog Blood set. I loved it. I thought it was so high energy. Oh my high god, energy. I loved it. Really? I loved it. It was so high energy. It was BPMs so much fun. Were- it was wild. It was crazy. I thought it was so much fun. And I was really heartbroken when not only the set was finished, but the entire festival it was, was over. <laughs> Her world was shattered for a good few hours. But I think yeah. I might have shed a tear too. We do every festival now. We, we make sure we're on the same page about what the very last set of the festival. And it's not like I need that anymore. I know exactly what's going on. No, I, know, I, know, I, know. I don't. I'm going to need to be added to this team of updates about when the end is. Because I also don't really have a good grasp on how much time is left, usually, so. And then you might go to the wrong advanced auto parts. I hate when that happens. (laughs) Suddenly, Mikey's Mikey's dot is five miles away from us. Advanced auto parts. I hit a jog back. I mean, honestly, better you than me, because if it were me, y'all would have had to come get me. Like, I couldn't have done that. I thought about being like, ah, uh, pick me up, but I was like, eh, I could be there in 20. Oh, good. We were Those high knees anyway. really got you. Dude, speaking of high knees, the one thing about this festival is that because every stage is so close and you get so much music in and it's five days, even though you're able to take care of yourself and eat a ton and sleep a little bit, but like in a comfortable bed. My legs have never felt like they felt at the end of these five days. Like my shins, knees, hips. Who we? I'm sure my key. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I can only imagine. How many backflips did you do? Zero, because my leggies were not gonna get you there. They, they might have been fine, but I was a little worried. So you know what? The the gold medal for vibes is gonna go to Mikey's legs for covering almost like a hundred miles of ground over the course of less than a week. <laughs> no, the real gold medal for the 2024 Friendship Vibes Awards is going to Rusco, the absolute vibe bringer. Rusco. Had a set on the second night and I believe the last night. And on the second day, in the first breakfast, I actually didn't even realize that I was eating breakfast like one table away from Rusco. I was like, who is that guy? He was just having a full conversation with the people eating breakfast next to him. I think he might have been there by himself. And he was just out in the world, living, experiencing. Did I send you guys the videos of some of his sets? Did you guys see like his energy at all? Yeah, it was sick. It was sick. Was that the like the outside stage? Yeah, he did one outside set and one inside set. Gotcha. One on the main stage and then one in the theater. And it was really cool to see the other DJs all show out for Resco like backstage of his sets was some of the most crowded backstages of the whole week because people wanted to be there to see this living legend the UK man yeah just giving it everything to the people and very fun goofy dance moves incredible DMB set to close us out I saw him on the beach just in his little beach outfit with his little visor walking and I got to have a moment with him and thank him for his incredible energy and just for bringing it to the people. And then some other people got in conversation with him. And then I saw them walking away. And then later I just saw that Rusko had just sat down with them and their like friend group and was just like chatting to all of them on the beach, just by himself. Very cool. Just doing his thing. Mikey, that's so special. Isn't it cool that like you could just have Resco join your little tanning <laughs> session in Belize. That is so special. Like That's lit. It was just, again, so cool to just be able to thank these people that we've had in our ears uh, for a long time. And it's a big reason why I think I wanted to start this podcast in the first place was just to show gratitude and appreciation for the talented artists out there. And so now to start to begin doing it in person a little bit is very cool. 
Absolutely. And I just can't say enough. Plurbies and plurins, my errands. <laughs> we're gonna do this. We should make we're gonna make a Facebook group, a plurality Facebook group, and our meetup every year might be on this cruise ship. I'm I'm seeing it. I've got a vision. Noah, Becca G, if you guys are listening, I want you on this cruise. Why Facebook? You know, Nick was telling me about Facebook groups and how there's all these communities, people still on there. And there's actually a really big friendship Facebook group. And everybody the whole week was talking about like, oh, are you on the Facebook group? What the? It's kind of different from the other socials, you know, like we don't have to be like posting anything on Facebook. But as far as just like interacting with people and like building a community, I think it actually might be a good platform for it. Wow. Who knew? That, that's the way you're going to get me back on Facebook. That's so funny. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, you have to be an administrator for the plurality Facebook group, Frenchie. You have to be. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you want to play some tunes? Yes. We've got Hands in the Air VIP by Rusko in Mosey. And Rusko played this at his DMB set. And the energy was feral and pure. And we're going to do that right now. Let's go. party y'all did you hear that song when he played yes yes i did love it yeah uh now i i mean i've had fun with this whole time but that was like really activated knowing that you've got such an intimate and wild resco set on that boat yes intimate and wild a friendship experience <laughs> so those are the friendship vibe awards congratulations yeah. everybody Look out for your awards in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to send Rusko this yellow and red painted mini hand that I was given. It was like dipped in paint. It's got a cool design. I was going to say, it looks like those things that you do when you go to the festival where you dip your, your arm in or you dip your body part into the paint. It's like yeah. a marble painting. Exactly. On a little hand. I love it. Be cool. Yes, trinkets were... Abundant. Very abundant. All right. I wanted to touch on Lee Wells, another groovy DJ. He does Househeads in LA with Todd Terry and was great to connect with him. I mentioned earlier Sun L Musician, the South African mate. Sin and Brooke. I actually got to talk to Brooke a few times and just thank them for the silly energy that they bring to the EDM community because I think our community could use more goobers and they're like my favorite goobers on tiktok that's what i told them i said like the word goober to them like three times thanks for being my favorite goobers <laughs> okay i gotta be honest i don't know who sin and brooke are so they have a radio show called george fm in new zealand i don't think they're producers but they both know how to dj i gave them both pins and then i kept running into brooke he told me to put my crocs into sport mode because i didn't have the backs on and I said, no need, my brother. I like to live on the edge. Okay. I am with you. I've seen their stuff that they make online. They do. Line. What, it's like a podcast, right? That's what they do? Yeah, I think they probably are on Spotify. Cool. Oh, yeah. few other friendship notes before we wrap up on that incredible time. I want to shout out Brunch Life, who is a DJ who is based out of San Francisco and is also in charge of a lot of the boat shenanigans him and a team of eight to ten others i believe are responsible for all the hula hoop rock paper scissors tournaments <laughs> they have extreme jazzercise raging ravey hippos they just have an assortment of crazy kooky events so shout out also gabby and pilar but I got to meet them too. They're super sweet, based in San Francisco as well. So getting connect with those people was super dope. Also got to dance with the Blind Tiger LA Music Collective and Mr. Carmack at a little bar on the last day. 
really good people. Oh, shout out the Mile High Shufflers who taught a shuffle class. And I got to work on my T-step and got some actual really good tips. I'm friends with them now. So Frenchie, I'm going to connect you with them when we're all in the same place. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, What up, Patty and Trent? They were homies. And then one of the coolest, randomest things that happened was with Christina and Morgan, this super dope couple from Seattle that we met through Oliver and Colin. And on day four, I think, I saw them in the theater. So I went up and like was hanging out with them. They call me Snorlax because I walk everywhere so slow. (laughs) You? Mr. Zoomies? Well, that's when he's dancing. My two speeds are Zoomies and Snorlax. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Because every time we would walk somewhere and I didn't have the Zoomies, I was like way in the back, just like slowly walking. But anyway, I went up and sat with them for this night punk D&B set. And Morgan's like running around. Morgan's the sweet boy. And Christina, they've been together like six years. Morgan's like talking to security, talking to like some staffers, people on stage. He's always on a mission. Then all of a sudden they're like going up on stage. So I was like, oh, cool. He's going to bring her on stage to dance because they have these like crazy outfits with like chains and short shorts and they both have matching braids and you know it's a whole it's a whole look and they get up on stage and he walks her to the front and he gets down on one knee and proposes oh my god sweet. so, so exciting congrats congrats morgan and christina I couldn't believe that I had just met them. They were definitely some of my favorite people on the boat. And then I got to just be there to witness uh. their engagement. It was so cool. Definitely going to try to get out to Seattle. Morgan's uh, owns a bar out there. The Liberty, I think it was called. So if you're in Seattle, get to the Liberty. There's so much to talk about. Dr. Fresh threw down. Flava D, amazing. Craze. I didn't realize how incredible he was. DJ Glenn, what a vibe. Wore like a Jack Sparrow outfit the whole time. <laughs> I loved it. And him. And you say craze, but it's not craze. It's not craze. I made that same mistake. Got it. It's just craze. He played a silky house set on the first day and then a grimy drum and bass set a couple days later. Really showed some dope range. Wow, the versatility. Yeah, sick. Yeah, and getting to see these artists play different genres within the same week is so cool. And just to go back to back, like Justin Martin and Destructo back to back, or Jimmy from Bob Moses went back to back with everybody this week. The amount of back to backs, getting to see these people multiple times, with the total luxury of your knees being met, the Filipino staffers are all so sweet and nice. The Washi Washi song, if you've ever been on a Norwegian cruise, you will know. Washi Washi, happy, happy. Make sure you wash your hands before you eat, everybody. <laughs> and also, at the very end, I think it might have been Justin Martin and Destructo, they had recorded the Washi Washi song, whoever was singing it, and sampled it and like played it. <laughs> okay, that is hilarious. That's awesome. It was so funny. Like in the theater, like Washi Washi was blaring alongside like techno or something. <laughs> And then he chopped it and used that for another drop. Oh, it was magical. I made this in my room 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Do you want to hear it? Do you want to hear it? I'm making this right now. Do you want to hear, hear it? Hear it? <laughs> Did you go to any of like the themed parties? I know that they do a lot of like themed, like wear white, wear, you know, be a grandma. (laughs) Yeah, every day was like a theme. So there was a pretty and pink theme and I threw together some pink. There was a slumber party theme. So I had a nice kimono that I could toss on for my slumber party. Then there was a farm animals theme. Destructo had a farm. And <laughs> I texted you guys the video of the cow gathering. Yeah, yeah. I just like was walking in the atrium and there was about like 150 people dressed like cows that were gathered for the, the cow photo that was apparently scheduled. <laughs> and I had a <laughs> I had a cow bucket hat. So I just kind of weaseled my way through the whole crowd and everyone was just Ooh. Oh my God. It was it was good. Good goofy fun. <laughs> Can we please have all the cows down to deck 16 for the group photo? (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Uh, Met so many beautiful people. Devon, another Christina who is amazing. I mean, just lots of random friends. So to anybody who's listening to this and to you two, let's let's keep doing it. Let's get on that boat again. 
or for the first time. Yeah. I'm so glad that you got to experience that, Mikey. And I'm so glad that you shared all of that with us. And I really feel invigorated and I really want to go next year. So let's, yeah, let's get Aaron playing on the ship. Let's go. Use! So thanks for listening. Thanks for coming along that friendship journey. I hope to see some plurbies there next year in 2025. Oh, yeah. Before we go from friendship, I want to play more music. Someone else who threw down was Flava D, who played on the last day on Wednesday. And actually, the lineup on the main stage, I think it was like eight DJs. And it was like six of them were just badass ladies throwing heat. So shout out to the lady DJs as well. Shout out to the DJs of all varieties. There was a lot of representation and it was really cool. That's sick. Joanna Magic, Jay Flip, Mary Droppins, Nina Las Vegas, Flava D, and Quarter were all just like back to back to back to back, basically. Flava D. Let's check it out. this up right now i didn't know flava d was like baseline uk garage she got more of that too oh my god follow lovely follow that follow friendship and now we're gonna follow emood to the end of episode 43 come along on this journey <laughs> final destination yes papa take me there oh, God. <laughs> what did i get called last night Oh, bus daddy. Bus daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bus daddy. Anywho, last night I had the great pleasure of closing for Nora Van Elken at the Water Tower, which is this renovated water tower that sits on the roof of the Arla Williamsburg Hotel in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. It looks over the Manhattan skyline uh, because where they put the DJ booth there are like these windows behind the DJ booth and then behind that is literally the skyline. <laughs> I love that New York City is always like renovating random spaces for things they were not intended for and then just calls them exactly what they used to be like the water tower yeah. or like <laughs> basement the warehouse when you say random yeah it's it's definitely random it's random and it's t it's unfortunately not very big which you know limits how many people you can put in there and on the flip side makes it fairly easy to fill you know and hey we we sold out apparently i learned this morning we we completely sold out the event it was definitely packed People were vibing from wall to wall, but the the lights, the production were incredible. They they put these LED lights around the perimeter of the windows behind the DJ booth. And then there's like a, a light technician over in the the table service area who also is um, controlling the designs of a laser that's projecting onto the wall. So that was dope. Yeah, it was it was a great night. The we got there during Sam Allen set and he just does so beautifully crafted sets from progressive house to trance to a little like deep house, um some like darker. He kind of takes darker beats and then puts well-known lyrics, a, a well-known vocal on top of that that people can sing along to at points. He played um uh, Phil Collins I can hear it coming in the air tonight. Oh, <laughs> it was hot. it was like sexy though. It was like on a dark, like tribally beat, if I remember properly, or like a techno beat. 
the first time I've ever heard the words Phil Collins and sexy in the same sentence. (laughs) Hey, don't do my man Phil like that. Like, he could be sexy. (laughs) Yeah, come on. He wrote music for Tarzan. Listen, Tarzan, handsome boy. Handsome boy. So yeah, Sam killed his set and then Nora went on after him. She also had kind of the same mixture of those genres that I just mentioned. She played more tribally stuff too, though. She had some really dope... uh, mashups that she did of yeah like some afro house tribal house but beats with again like a weekend song like the song that she ended on i think was a weekend song like mixed in with like tribal house is it me or is afro house kind of popping right now yeah no for sure yeah absolutely definitely you got such phenomenal artists paving the way black coffee who unfortunately just got into an accident shout out to black coffee yeah i hope he's okay we hear he's he seems to be in stable condition, but we don't know what happened. He had some traveling accident. But yeah, Afro House is definitely taking off across the world. Very exciting stuff. It's such a beautiful genre. Yeah, Sunel, musician who I mentioned earlier, his biggest song is with with Black Coffee, actually. Oh, cool. I, when you mentioned the name, I thought it looked familiar. So I, I think maybe I know that song. I think perhaps. But yeah, Nora, um, she was so sweet. When I came up to the decks to switch over to my set, she gave me a hug and, you know, we had a little exchange. I started off with another old song that was just recently redone called Chase the Sun. Odd Mob did a remix. Planet Funk put out the song Chase the Sun in January 1st, 2003. So it's 20 years old <laughs> and Odd Mob, yeah, just decided to do a remix of it. And that was the, the first song of my set coming out of Nora's. crafted song it's so pretty odd mob does such a good job but like keeping the original the, the essence of the original track there but then elevating it so i started off with that track and then i mixed in a techno mashup of uh lady gaga love game <laughs> it was sick it was so sick i loved that yeah it was fun and yeah the set was great i, I played till four we had our homies there sam came victoria michael came our other friends Shay and James and Angie and Jess came and uh, my cousin also came. Oh, and Victoria and Michael brought like a bunch of their friends. Yeah, that too, was cute. so that was that was fun. It was a good crowd. Yeah, it was cool. Good crowd. I was happy with the set. I thought it was a good debut set for you at Arlo Williamsburg as well. Mikey, those views are just stupid. Yeah. The views are so beautiful of the Manhattan skyline behind the DJ. They're so gorgeous. I really have to give it to everybody who's going to come out when it's four degrees. It was so cold, and I really have to give it to everybody. I really appreciate everybody showing up because that wind, honey, it's killer in New York in January. It's so bad. But yeah, that was great, and I'm proud of you. Thanks, babe. I always love it when Aaron plays a set, and there are all these tracks I haven't heard before. I'm like, this is really surprising and fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta keep it fresh, yo. Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I even keep it fresh for me. Like, I put songs that like I'm not very familiar with. I'm like, I want to play this song. <laughs> <laughs> Moody sometimes like, damn, I did good with that one. That was pretty fresh, I gotta say. So yeah, shout out to Nora and Sam and the Azimun Tribe and the Arlo. 
we got to meet the manager jasmine at the arlo who like does the food and beverage and the events making those connections well i have to tell you and also exciting news you're our resident dj of the plurality podcast but four times at friendship people stopped me and were like hey thank you for your set i really appreciated it (laughs) no like what did you say the first time I was walking out to Spice and this guy pointed at me and like started coming over. And I, you know me, I'm friendly. I pointed back and he was like, you're amazing. And I was like, you're amazing. And so I was like, oh, I guess I'm just friends with this guy now. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, yeah, I love that you guys just like were just killing it to like 3 a.m. last night. And I was like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. And had no idea what he was talking about. And he was like, yeah, dude, just thank you. And I was like on my way kind of. I was like, yeah, yeah, got you. And then I was like, I think he... Th- thinks that I was a DJ. Was Disco Lions on the boat? No, Thaddeus was not there. And then literally the next day, it happened again. Somebody was like, yo, you were great. Thank you. And I was like, what? (laughs) And he was like... (laughs) I was like, "This, this is happening to me twice now. And then the third time, I was just fucking with the guy. He was like, yo, great set, dude. Like, that was awesome. And I was like, you know, people keep mistaking me for a DJ on this boat. He was like, you're not a DJ? And I was like... I'm kidding. You're welcome. I killed it. Right? Oh, my God. And he was like, wait, you did? And I was like, no, I'm not a <laughs> He likely wasn't sober either. So, like, having to, like, process really all of this about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's hilarious, Mikey. I love that for you. How funny. So, yeah, next time I'm just going to be whoever I want to be in any given moment. Maybe I'll be a DJ sometimes. Yeah, you're welcome. Can you get me backstage? You got any perks for me? <laughs> I lost my wristband. I lost my wristband. Thaddeus. Thaddeus. This is a song I actually did put in my set. It is a Nora song and it's the last song of my set. It's called Music Here and Now. Music, as an art form, is essentially playful. We say you play the piano. You don't work the piano. Why? Music differs from, say, travel. When you travel, you are trying to get somewhere. And of course, we, because being a very compulsive and purposive culture, are busy getting everywhere faster and faster and faster till we eliminate the distance between places. It's Phoebe. Well, I'm glad you had so much fun on ship. I can't wait for next year and all the ships to come where all the player bees and the plurins can be together in unity on our Facebook group. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Shout out to Alley Cat, Barbara Streisand, Miss Cream, my gals. I think we're going to do a be real here, Mikey. Ready? One, two, three. Mm. Add Frenchie on Be Real, everyone, for exclusive <laughs> plurality content. Yeah. That's actually a really cute Be Real. <laughs> Love it. You can follow us on social media everywhere at Plurality Pod. Find our music on Spotify. Search E Mood for all those playlists. And go give us a review on Spotify if you care to or you love us. I think that helps get us in front of more people. Tell a friend. Or don't. Just come vibe with us. We're just here for the vibes. Vibes. What should be our sign-off today? Um, I mean, honestly, peace, love, and friendship makes perfect sense. Aww. Wow. I love it. Ooh. We live in that state of friendship and love and support and plurality. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So I'm going to say peace, love, and friendship. All day, baby. All Hey! Oh, you know what else I wanted to say that I forgot? What? I think Skrillex opened up the island set with Rhythm. Hey. Which I thought was dope after we just did Rhythm. And Chris Lake also did some unreleased stuff. His music, like, messed up. And he got on the mic and was like, I never do this. But the music messed up, so let's start this over. This is unreleased, so world premiere, I guess. <laughs> and then he played it. And I have videos of it. I'll send it to you. It's banging. Aw, wow, I'd love to see it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it was Chris Lake that Babyweight said is a really a nice human. High praises. High praises, hey. <laughs>
you do any of the classes? We did the shuffle class. We wanted to do the strap-on painting, but we missed it. That one would have been fun. <laughs> like you paint a strap-on or you paint with a strap-on? I think it's the latter. I think <gasps> the strap-on is your is your paintbrush. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> what? What? How expressive. Very expressive. So many good activities. The Double Dutch Jump Rope Workshop. Oh my god, I love Double Dutch. I haven't Double Dutched in like 25 years. <laughs> yeah, I would love to go to a Double Dutch Workshop. I would totally be at the shuffling class. That's sick. That's so fun. I can't wait to go. It was so fun. They put a mini skate park thing on the main deck and just had these like skateboarders doing stuff during music. I saw that on Andrew's post. There were so many activities. Oh, and the ice cream, the soft serve. Like imagine combining the beauty of a festival with the absolute joy of eating soft serve ice cream on a cruise ship. That's what it was. I had ice cream every day. <laughs> I love that. Do you ever go to the arcade? I went to the arcade just to use the bathroom. The arcade was dead the whole time. Ain't nobody in there. I mean, the party's outside, honey. Oh, the party was outside. <laughs> You'd find Eden at the arcade at like 5 a.m. Just like a last last activity before sleep. With my soft serve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the soft serve 5 a.m. wanders. That's living right there. All right, Plurbies, I'll see you on the boat. 2025. Let's fucking get it. February 21 to 26, going back to Belize. We'll see you then. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> Never write the question mark. <laughs> he reads it exactly how it is on the teleprompter. <laughs> Love you, Plurbies. Thank you, Mikey. Thank you, Aaron. Love you. Oh, Talk yeah. soon. Talk soon. Oh, yeah.